Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I'm Heather Vale, and this is the Odyssey Las Vegas Public Affairs Show. Joining me today is Andrea Blue, General Manager of Tivoli Village, and Kelly Sheehan, Community Engagement Manager from Heaven Can Wait Animal Society. They're combining forces with a few other nonprofits for the upcoming Ales and Tales Pet Adoption and Beer Garden event to help shelter dogs find their forever homes. Andrea and Kelly, thank you both so much for being here today. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Kelly, when was Heaven Can Wait founded? So Heaven Can Wait's been around for quite a while. We were founded back in 2000 with the goal to prevent uh, euthanasia in our local shelters. And what sets it apart from other rescue organizations in town? Well, Heaven Can Wait is mainly focused on providing spay, neuter, and vaccination services to cats and dogs in the Las Vegas Valley to those who may have found regular veterinary care a little bit more pricey than they can afford. So it's it's more accessible and with the main goal of preventing euthanasia uh, that's unnecessary because of overpopulation, we decided to start at the root of the problem. And why is animal adoption important? Well, we have a, a small rescue program called Pups on Parole where we get our dogs mainly from shelters or owner surrenders, in which these dogs are, they could have behavioral issues, they may have health issues, but sometimes shelters may euthanize dogs like these because they have a lack of space, not because of their issues in general. So once you adopt a dog, you save that animal's life, but you also make room for another pet that may need that help and lowers the population in the shelter. So it's a warm, fuzzy domino effect of saving lives when you adopt a dog. Nice. Andrea, how did the Ales and Tales event at Tivoli Village come about? Sure. Well, with our partnership with Alt 107.5, we were able to bring in numerous community agencies whom all work to make sure pets have a forever home. And with a little play in Oktoberfest, because we're in October, mm-hmm. having a beer garden as a draw seemed like a fun way to bring people together for the cause. And why is Tivoli Village a perfect location for an event like this? Well, Tivoli Village has been a hub of community gatherings and special events for more than 10 years. And with the fall season, our open air spaces make it a natural choice for ales and tales and other events throughout the year. And with our location where outdoor piazza make a fantastic backdrop and the community really enjoys coming back to check things out and then exploring our other unique retailers and eateries while they're here. Cool. Kelly, tell us more about the event and what's going on as as far as adoptions go. Uh, Well, we will have some of our pups on parole who have been trained in a four to six week program at the local women's prison facility by the inmates, and they'll be at the event. We'll have adoptions available. You can meet and greet and see if uh, you guys click. And the good thing with this event is you can bring your own dog too. So you can have the dogs meet each other and see if if they get along great. Is Parkway Tavern a dog-friendly patio most of the time, Andrea? Yes, it is. 
Parkway Tavern is one of our greatest supporters of this event. Okay. So how can people find out more information about Ales and Tales or RSVP to the event? Sure. So we will invite everyone to go to our website, tivillivillagelv.com, and reserve for their complimentary tickets for the event. But I also want to mention that this event will include dogs on site from the Animal Foundation, Samadhi Legacy Foundation, and Heaven Can Wait Animal Society available for adoption. They can also learn more about vet care, dog training, and animal welfare and safety from several great community partners, including Durango Animal Hospital, Impetus Animal Training, and Clark County Animal Protection Services. And I also want to say that we are going to have a special appearance from the Las Vegas Metro Police Department canine unit. Nice. Okay. So what's the date and time for the event? So the date is Sunday, October 16th from 12 to 3 p.m. and it's located in the piazza. And a guest that's 21 years and older can also support our local animals in need and drink a cold craft beers inside Parkway Tavern's Beer Garden, which is located at the piazza with 50% of the proceeds going to adoption agencies. And Kelly, can you also let us know how people can find out more about Heaven Can Wait and maybe see some of the other animals that you have up for adoption as well? Well, you can find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Heaven Can Wait LV. And our website is heavencanwaitlv.org. If you go to the adoptable dog section, you can see who we have available, their personalities, and you can even apply to adopt before you even come to the event. Perfect. Okay, so once again, the website is tivolivillagelv.com, tivolivillagelv.com. You can find out more information there about the Ales and Tales Pet Adoption and Beer Garden event. You can also RSVP to the event. It's free, but please RSVP. And the event is going to help shelter dogs find their forever homes through the Animal Foundation, Heaven Can Wait Animal Society, the Samadhi Legacy Rescue, and Alt 1075's Mahoney is going to be there for a live broadcast as well. And this is all happening on Sunday, October 16th from 12 to 3 p.m. at the Piazza at Tivoli Village. And again, as Andrea mentioned, 50% of proceeds from the dog-friendly beer garden at Parkway Tavern, Tivoli, are also being donated to the adoption agencies. Sounds like such a fun time, you guys. I hope that a lot of people come out and either bring their dogs, have some fun, and preferably adopt some of these amazing dogs who are looking for their forever homes. Heaven Can Wait Animal Society's website is heavencanwaitlv.org. You can also find them on social at heavencanwaitlv. And thank you both so much, Andrea and Kelly, for being here and letting us know about, first of all, the event and also letting us know how people can find out more about Heaven Can Wait. And Kelly, do you also have opportunities if people want to volunteer or maybe be a foster parent or make a donation without coming to the event? Absolutely. Um, if you go to that website, heavencanwaitlv.org, there are options to donate. We also have an Amazon wish list if you prefer to donate items. And um, that's where we can have all the information if you need to make an appointment for a spay and neuter. We spayed and neuter over 170,000 dogs and cats. So we definitely have the experience and we'd be excited to, to make an appointment with anyone. Kelly and Andrea, I want to thank you both so much for being here and letting us know about the event and hope to see you there. Oh, thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. Come and see us.
Before I was adopted, I felt alone. I felt nervous that I wouldn't have a family. I was getting older and older. I didn't think I was going to get adopted. With help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption, Lexi, Connor, and Lashana now have a forever family and the foundation for a bright future. When I was adopted, it was like, wow, I get to settle, and this is permanent. After I was adopted, I felt happy. Adoption changed me for the better. I feel like I can be whoever I want to be. Every child deserves a safe, loving, and permanent home. Help the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption find forever families for children who have been lingering in foster care the longest. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. This is the Odyssey Las Vegas Public Affairs Show, and I'm your host, Heather Vale. Today I'm speaking with Andrew Ryan, Marketing Director of Aid for AIDS of Nevada, or AFAN. AFAN's 36th annual Black and White Party is back this year at Virgin Hotels Las Vegas. Andrew, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. So for the listeners who aren't familiar, what exactly does AFAN do? Aid for AIDS of Nevada is the largest and oldest HIV AIDS service organization in the state. We provide support services for those affected by HIV AIDS, including transportation, mental health, case management, testing, and nutrition. And our services are expanding into the future. One of the reasons that we host events like this is to continue our services and also grow them as needed. Okay, you mentioned that it's the oldest organization. How long has it been around? AFAN was founded in 1984. So how have the needs of the community changed in that time? Well, unfortunately, we're seeing an increase in new diagnosis following the pandemic or during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And not just HIV AIDS, but STDs are all increasing. And unfortunately, even being out in different areas of the city for different events, different businesses. I've had people approach me that are either in need of services or know someone that is in need of services that we offer. So I'm definitely feeling that more out in the community that the need has increased. But we see about 1,200 clients annually on average. So obviously fundraising events are needed. So tell us more about the Black and White Party. The Black and White Party has pretty humble beginnings. It started out as a canned foods drive. And in the late 80s, early 90s, a lot of the generic canned foods were labeled with black and white labels. So that's where the theme that you see now originated. This started out in a home and was just a a small group of friends that were fulfilling the needs as best they could for the community. And since then, it's grown into one of the most recognized events in Las Vegas. And we are this year hosting the event at Virgin Hotel, which historically has been a venue when it was the Hard Rock that we had been at many times, probably more than any other location in our history. We have friends there that we've worked with in the past, dating back to the Hard Rock days on the team there that are are wonderful working with our organization to put this event on. But yeah, it started out very small and has grown into an event that hosts thousands of people each year. So a lot of nonprofits would call their large events like this galas, but yours is the black and white party. Why party and not gala? 
We wanted to set ourselves apart from the other fundraisers because as many people know, and if you are in the philanthropy world in Las Vegas, there's so many nonprofits to support. And there is a lot of plated dinners and formal events. And this is not one of those events. This is a, a party. You know, it's, it's one of our two anchor events, I like to call them, between this and the AIDS walk, which happens in the spring. But this event is all about bringing people from every different part of our community together for one evening for the common goal and one cause. So the dress code is wear as much black and white as you want or as little as you can get away with, which leaves (laughs) a lot of room for interpretation. And um, we love that because, you know, Las Vegas not only uh, is the entertainment capital of the world, but we have so many entertainers that participate in the event and you know, not just the entertainers, but also the behind the scenes, uh, you know, from the executives to, you know, stagehands. So uh, we get so many different types of people that come to this event that all express themselves in different ways. So you'll see people in suits and you'll see people in bikinis. So it's all about your comfort level, but everyone is welcome as long as you're wearing black and white. That's the only rule. Nice. Okay. So you mentioned it's at Virgin Hotels, but what's the date and the time, all the details about when it's happening? This year, uh, we pushed a little bit further back into the fall, and it's Saturday, October 22nd at Virgin Hotel. The VIP reception begins at 8 o'clock in the manor, p.m., and the main event is at 9 p.m. on the event lawn. And one of the things that you you mentioned earlier about this not being, you know, necessarily a formal event, we still do have an incredible food and beverage offering from our food and beverage sponsors. And this year, we're very excited that we have the most restaurants and liquor vendors that we've had in the past five years. We've got Cassie Beach House, The Boss Cafe, Locale Italian Kitchen, Night and Market Vegas, I Heart Mac and Cheese, El Lunchador, Cake Las Vegas. Badass Coffee, Bamboo Rum, Bel Air Champagne, Slain Irish Whiskey, and Paradura Tequila, all doing food and beverage samplings, as well as Tito's Vodka, which is one of our returning sponsors. So we're thrilled about that. So even though it's not a dinner uh, or a sit-down, you know, plated dinner event, you still will definitely be full of some incredible food and beverage offerings that we have on at the party throughout the evening. Nice. So you mentioned you have a lot of entertainers, and I know you're also honoring some special guests as well. So who are some of the entertainers and honorees at this year's party? Definitely. This year is a right to wear red year, which we do every other year. We honor a hand-selected group of people that are given the opportunity to wear red in a sea of black and white. So they stand out and are recognized by the attendees so we're very excited to share, you know, the right to wear red honorees with the attendees this year. And they're typically people who have given substantially in some way to the community or? They're advocates and individuals who have supported AFAN, supported our mission, and brought attention to the cause in different ways by using their platforms Uh, whether that be social media or using their connections in the community to support the organization, or they've been outstanding donors throughout the years. So there's many different reasons that someone can be nominated to be a Right to Wear Red honoree. But most of all, and most importantly, they're continuing to push the fight forward for the cause and share, you know, our our common goal. So if 
attendees are at the party and they see someone wearing red, which obviously is going to stick out among the sea of black and white, they should go up and congratulate them and strike up a conversation? Definitely, yes. We want people to engage with our Right to Wear Red honorees, congratulate them, thank them for their work. And, uh, you know, they all do amazing things in the community. And in, and and many times it's not just for AFAN, too. They're involved with many different organizations. And we like to support as many different organizations as we can, especially ones that we partner with. So definitely strike up a conversation and, uh, you know, you'll make a new friend, but you'll also probably make a connection in the community, whether that's through their businesses or something that they, you know, they support. And we have incredible entertainment this year lined up for this event. Our hosts, normally a man and Ricky Cornish, our fantastic local TV personality, are going to be hosting the entertainment. That includes an appearance by our sponsors, Penn and Teller, who are also our grand marshals for our AIDS walk every year and huge supporters of the organization. We have Cameron Michaels from RuPaul's Drag Race. The entertainers from Piranha Nightclub are going to be performing. Chippendales, Wow. Rouge, Chadwick Johnson, Chase Brown, Kyle Koo, Stars and Stilettos, and that's just the headliners. We also have Sky D. Miles doing a very special exclusive performance for the VIP party, as well as Rouge, the show, brand new show from the Stratosphere. So we're thrilled to have all these incredible entertainers performing at our event, doing things that, you know, they're either in the show or something that they've created just for our event. Wow, that sounds incredible. That's going to be awesome. We're really excited. So how do people get tickets for the Black and White Party or find out more about Aid for AIDS of Nevada in general? Our website is afanlv.org. You can learn all about AFAN, all about our client services, connect through our social media. Our handle is at afanlv on Twitter and Instagram. We have really exciting announcements in the next coming weeks. We share all of our sponsors' information on our social media as well as our website. You can get the tickets and tables for the event there as well. Okay, nice. So once again, it's afanlv.org, A-F-A-N-L-V.org is the website where you can find out all the information or get tickets to the Black and White Party, which is happening on Saturday, October 22nd at Virgin Hotels, Las Vegas. The VIP reception begins at 8 o'clock at the Manor, and general admission is on the event lawn starting at 9 p.m. So again, afanlv.org, afanlv.org, or you can find them on social at afanlv, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at afanlv. And Andrew, I want to thank you so much for being here, letting us know what's going on. And the party sounds amazing. So letting people know how they can take part and be part of the fundraiser. So I really appreciate you being here and sharing with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your support. And thank you so much for having me. Charlie died after taking a single pill that turned out to be counterfeit. He was having back issues and it was a counterfeit poisonous pill. Websites and social media selling fake medicines may look legitimate, but they're not. Drugs from these rogue pharmacies could have fillers like sawdust or deadly fentanyl. He died in less than 15 minutes after taking the pill. Now there's a free tool that can give you peace of mind. At safe.pharmacy, enter the pharmacy web address and you'll know if the site you're using is safe. If you're not getting your prescriptions from a legitimate source, that next dose you take could be your last. We just don't want other people to go through what we're going through. It's just horrific. 
go to safe.pharmacy. Find out about fake medicine on social media and if the site you're buying from is safe. I'm Heather Vale, and you're listening to the Odyssey Las Vegas Public Affairs Show. Today I'm speaking with Eric Bean Jr., producer of the Off Strip Table for Duh charity fundraiser coming up at the space. I also have Don Meralt, artistic director of the Theater Arts Preparatory School, the beneficiary of that fundraiser. Eric's also a singer, dancer, choreographer, and creative director known for his work in the Broadway national tour of Disney's The Lion King. Eric and Don, thank you both so much for being here today. Thank you. Thanks so much for having us. So, Eric, what exactly is Off Strip all about? So, Off Strip is a, a combination costume party and cabaret performance, and its sole purpose is to invite the Las Vegas community out to have a really good time as we raise funds for a local charity. And this time around, the charity that I decided to raise funds for was arts education. I'm very passionate about arts education as uh, I have a degree in arts education and dance education in specific. and I I thought that a great program to offer these funds to that we raise would be the Theater Arts Preparatory School. I've had the privilege of being part of their faculty for uh, several years now, and I am constantly in awe of how wonderful the program is and how much these young people benefit from being a part of it. So, uh, you know, if I can do my part to help make it possible for um, those who may not have the funds available to them to participate, especially if it's young gentlemen, I am all about that goal. Yeah, that's awesome. Don, when was the Theater Arts Preparatory School founded? We're right here in Las Vegas. We're going into our eighth year. And it's a trade school for dancers that want to be professionals. And I say dancers, but it's actors and singers. And everything we do is to help these young people get into the job market. So we have a 72% job placement rate. And these dancers that come to TAPS for a six months, that's all. It's very quick. And uh, they're working in the industry, all over the industry. How old are the students that come to the school? Well, the range, it, it is a secondary education, so it's 18 to 24. Okay. And Eric, what can people expect at Table for Deux? Why did you come up with that theme and what's it all about? Yeah, so um, this is actually my second time producing this event. The first time I produced it was in 2019, and it was basically a fantasy ball in cabaret. So it was all about leaving your reality at the door and just coming to have a good time. So uh, this being my second time around, I decided to uh, go with playing on the theme of twos uh, mm -hmm. and also because of everything that was going on with the pandemic at the time, I thought it would be great to, you know, make the, the performers a little bit more comfortable by doing duets. So I thought Table for Deux sounds like a great name for a performance. And the theme of the performance is all about taking naughty, nice takes on dynamic duos and famous pairings. So 
anything you can think of from uh, cats versus dogs to Batman and Robin to uh, Harry Potter and Draco Malfoy. <laughs> anything <laughs> that involves a dynamic duo pairing or idea, completely fair game. So <laughs> when people come into the when people come to the event, they can expect that we will have some fantastic music playing when they first arrive. You know, we're all about having a good time, mingling, dressing up for the occasion. After all, this is happening the week of Halloween. So I like to think of it like a nice jump start into the Halloween season. So please, 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 if you're planning to attend, feel free to get into the spirit and dress up. And as the evening progresses, we will move into our cabaret performance, which is going to feature a local artist who specialize in dance, who specialize in burlesque, and who also are locals are on tour with me and Disney's The Lion King. Uh, I found that a few of my coworkers are also Las Vegas locals, and they are going to lend their talents and their time to come and support this fantastic cause. That's awesome. You know what, when you say famous pairings, all I can think of is wine and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would love for somebody to come dressed as wine and cheese. It would Wouldn't make awesome? my day. It would make my day. Yeah, you know, um, one of my uh, one of my coworkers is actually planning to do a really great number as a solo, where it's going to be a, a spin on Victor Victoria. If you remember that musical, yeah, uh, yeah, I thought that was such a great idea for a dynamic pairing. <laughs> but yeah, That's literally awesome. yeah. anything is fair game. I've even had somebody come up with the idea of maybe doing uh, some a cheeky take on a cat and mouse. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah. So, Don, you'll have some performers there as well? Right. Um, Eric's actually going to choreograph them. So we'll have a dynamic duo performing up on the stage as well. Okay. Sounds great. So give us the details, Eric. You mentioned it's coming up the week of Halloween. So what's yes. the actual date, time, and all the details? So the event off strip presents Table for Duh is happening on October 25th at the Space Las Vegas. Um, tickets are on sale now. You can get the tickets at thespacelv.com. The event will kick off at 7.30 with a special cocktail hour for our VIPs and then move into general admission at 8 p.m. And the event will run until about 11 p.m. And okay. again, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me via my Instagram, which is EBJ Dance. Awesome. And Don, if people are interested in the Theater Arts Prep School or TAPS, where could they go to find out more or even apply to be a student? Right. We have our website as well, which is Theater Arts Prep School, not preparatory, but theaterartsprepschool.com. And online is a lot of information and also you can apply online. We're taking applications for 2023 and 2024. So, um, and it's it's free. It's not like college. It's free to apply. Awesome. Okay. So once again, 
thespacelv.com is the place to go if you want to find out more about Offstrip's Table for Deux charity fundraiser. That's coming up on October 25th, Tuesday, October 25th at The Space. So thespacelv.com is the website to go. Or you can follow Eric online at ebjdance, at ebjdance. And if you want to find out more about the charity recipient for that event, which is the Theater Arts Preparatory School, the website for that is theaterartsprepschool.com, theater, spelled E-R, theaterartsprepschool.com. And, you know, this sounds like such a fun event, and I'm glad you guys are putting it on and bringing awareness to the Theatre Arts Preparatory School and the career opportunities that you're opening for them, Don. So I want to thank you both for being here and letting us know what's going on and letting people know how they can attend and take part in the festivities. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college, learn new instruments, start skateboarding. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Snarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. I'm Heather Vale, and this is the Odyssey Las Vegas Public Affairs Show. Today I'm speaking with Aaron Berger, Executive Director of the Neon Museum. The nonprofit museum is celebrating its 10th anniversary at the current downtown location, and they're marking the occasion with a formal gala coming up at Jungle Palace, the private estate of former Las Vegas illusionist Siegfried and Roy. Aaron, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. So when was the Neon Museum first established? So the museum really started in 96. And it was a joint venture between the Allied Arts Organization, the City of Las Vegas, and several just general volunteers in the community who came together to try and find ways to preserve history. Las Vegas is a unique city in that we are so focused on innovation and creating this new destination for people to return Mm -hmm. to town to see a new landscape, a new difference. It was a really forward thought to say, let's save the signage. And so let's focus on the signage as opposed to trying to preserve entire buildings when the buildings are the things that are sort of most valuable in Las Vegas. Okay. And then how did it end up moving to the current location 10 years ago? So 10 years ago, we opened at our current location on Las Vegas Boulevard, North Las Vegas Boulevard. So it's our 10th anniversary. While we're older than that, it's our 10th anniversary of being in our present location. And so when in that concept, just pulling that along, there were so many people involved and engaged in this process 
to not only, again, collect the signs. We have Yesco to thank for that. A third of our collection started with Yesco. Almost 190 of our signs are on loan to us from Yesco out of a collection of about 800 signs. And these pieces all kind of continued to amass over the years to where the city was able to provide the land that we sit on, on Las Vegas Boulevard. And then we did the, the next best thing, which is with the risk of La Concha, the La Concha Motel being torn down, we were able to dismantle that building, chop it up into eight pieces and move it on flatbed truck down Las Vegas Boulevard to our location and then reassemble this historic structure right there as our entryway. Wow, that's awesome. It's really fantastic. So Yesco was one of the major neon sign designers and manufacturers. Did they have like a monopoly on the Las Vegas neon landscape or were there other participants as well? There are other participants. Uh, Paul is uh, another one, Hartlauer, another. There are several others that unfortunately are no longer in business at this time. Mm-hmm. Yesco has the, the great claim of being a sign manufacturer that just celebrated their 100th anniversary. So they've got this long running history. They're, they're in, for many organizations, sort of the go-to sign manufacturer. And they, for us, were the ones that provided our first sign, which is the Hacienda Horse and Rider, which is a sign that is at the corner of Fremont and Las Vegas Boulevard. What's great about that is you you don't have to pay our admission price to come see the first sign in our collection that's mm-hmm. still in our collection and still being cared for today. Okay, so obviously you've got signs at the museum, but what exactly is the experience like? If people go to the Boneyard, to the museum, what do they see? What's the experience like for them? So I would say that the first part is, and I mentioned it briefly, is La Concha, the building La Concha. We love to give people a little bit of an insight. This is the only indoor experience that you'll have, and you'll have it for about two to three minutes where we're checking your ticket. The building was the original lobby of the La Concha Motel, and it was designed by a a, a relatively not well-known architect whose name was Paul Revere Williams. He was the first Black architect to be accepted into the AIA. He was incredibly prolific. Not only did he build pieces throughout the state of Nevada, but he ended up becoming one of the architects to the stars in LA. So building homes for Frank Sinatra, Lucille Ball, Desi Arnaz, and others. And this building is iconic in its own way. It's called La Concha because it means seashell in Spanish. Mm -hmm. Um, I like that we're having this conversation during Hispanic Heritage Month, so that's great. Um, And if you look at the building itself, it does look like sort of an exaggerated seashell. So that's the first step. And and after you go from from the building, you'll walk out into the what's called a boneyard. A boneyard is what you would find inside any of the properties that are at a sign manufacturer. They have their own boneyards where they put signs that are not currently in use. They may need an E or um, extra neon or metal flashing. And this is a place where they can go grab some of that material to create these signs. So that's what we've recreated in our boneyard. 
There are about 250 signs outside in that collection that range from historic pieces like the Moulin Rouge sign. The Moulin Rouge was one of the first integrated properties in Las Vegas, has an amazing civil rights story behind it, to our newest piece, which is the Plaza Hotel and Casino sign that we just lit last week, adding our 22nd lit sign to the Boneyard. And then other properties like the Hard Rock Cafe Guitar, which is massive at at 82 feet tall, something of that nature. And then, of course, the Stardust sign that that sort of dazzles and, and makes it really exciting for a lot of people. And then the other experience that we have is, is Brilliant Jackpot. And Brilliant is, is a wonderful experience because every sign in this gallery space is defunct. There's no electricity to them at all, but we have a series of 11 projectors that are pinpointing and doing projection mapping onto the signs and bringing each one back to life to an iconic Las Vegas soundtrack. So it's super fun. It's a great time. I always consider if I see people dancing, that means we've done a good one. So it's a great one. <laughs> That's awesome. And just as a side note, I do want to mention to listeners that the Moulin Rouge sign was designed by Betty Willis, who also created the famous Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas sign. Well, you yes, gold stars for you for knowing <laughs> your history. Well done. Well done. Yeah, I'm a bit of a history buff. So. <laughs> love it. I love it. That's great. That's great. Well, I'll be giving tours in no time. Yeah, awesome. All right. So what's going to be happening at the 10th anniversary party coming up at Jungle Palace? So first and foremost, I think it's it's really exciting for the Neon Museum to be hosting at the Jungle Palace. I think this is definitely a, a, a bit of a a new direction for the museum in a lot of ways. We are doing things that celebrate Las Vegas architecture, design, and culture. That is a focal point for our strategic vision as we look ahead. And so we want to always celebrate the signage. The Boneyard is going to continue to flourish. We'll continue collecting signs. But we really want to make the entire city part of our museum. And so being able to use a property like the Jungle Palace, this was the private home of Siegfried and Roy. This is a place where they did do a little bit of entertaining, but it was usually with their closest friends. This is the place where the cats came home every night. The animals came home every night. There are some fantastic, wonderful stories. My One of my personal favorites is that next to Roy's bed, there is a small box that has a red button on it. And when he would awake after doing a show the night before, when he would awake the next morning, he would push that red button and music would play inside the house and throughout the grounds. And what that would do is alert the staff that he's awake. And so you've got about 10 minutes to get breakfast ready and clothes and what have you. But also it told the animals, daddy's awake. And so immediately you'd start hearing roaring and all kinds of noises coming from within the property that started off with this moment of the music coming on. So these great stories are all part of what the Neon Museum is about, is keeping these stories alive and letting people know about this history. That's great. So when exactly is the gala? So our 10th anniversary celebration will be October 28th. It's a Friday night. It will be at, as you said, the Jungle Palace from 6 to 10. 
We're very, very excited that Lynette Chappelle, who shared the stage with Siegfried and Roy for decades, um, Lynette Chappelle will be making a, a special appearance that evening. Incidentally, and I hope I'm not giving anything away, Lynette was part of the team that actually auditioned Siegfried and Roy. So wow. to go from that to becoming a stage partner, and it really was, so Siegfried and Roy, their shows were always about good and evil, and Siegfried and Roy were the good, and so in order for that, they needed an evil, and they had an evil queen, and the evil queen was Lynette. So, so Lynette's presence will be with us that night as well. She'll be telling stories about both Siegfried and Roy and about life at the Jungle Palace. How can people get tickets to it? Easiest way is to go to our website at neonmuseum.org. Okay. And what other events and initiatives do you have going on besides the 10th anniversary gala? The one I'm most excited about is our Duck Duck Shed program. To learn more about this, you go to duckduckshed.com. So what this is, is it gets back to that comment we just made a minute ago about celebrating the entire city using the city as the museum. And so this is four days of Las Vegas architecture, design, and culture. We'll have speakers coming in from around the country. We will have walking tours, tours of the Jungle Palace house. We will have opportunities for you to learn about Las Vegas history by helicopter if you want to go such route. So it is just, it's, it's 37, three dozen programs in mm -hmm. four days. It is going to be chock full of fun. And we've been incredibly fortunate with the response. So we now know this will be an annual event coming up every fall. So something to look forward to. And when exactly does that take place? So that starts October 27th and runs through the 30th. And so our 10th anniversary celebration is right in the middle of it. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So you mentioned neonmuseum.org, so people can find out more information about the Neon Museum in general there, as well as some of the other things that you have going on? Correct. So we have, as I mentioned, Duck Duck Shed. We also have things like tours in Spanish. So if you are a Spanish speaker and you'd like to learn about history of Las Vegas, we have tours in Spanish available. We have a wonderful program that I'm very excited about. We're in our third month of doing this, something called STEAM Saturdays. STEAM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, Art, and Mathematics. And we're giving these programs for kindergarten to sort of middle school age, an opportunity to understand the science and the engineering behind the signs that are on display. So it gives them a chance to kind of create a maker space and have a good time there. So our STEAM Saturdays are great for families and at a greatly reduced price. And we started one other thing, which is the Museums for All program. Mm -hmm. Museums for All is really wonderful. If you are on government assistance of SNAP or an EBT program, this will allow you discounted admission, deeply discounted admission to $3 to just come and take advantage of the museum. And so we want as many people to be able to come through. We never want financial barriers to exist to be able to learn from the museum. Awesome. 
Okay, so once again, the main website is neonmuseum.org, neonmuseum.org. You can find out about the Museums for All program. You can find out about their STEAM classes that they have going on. You can find out about the 10th Anniversary Gala, which again is coming up at Jungle Palace, which is the private estate of former Las Vegas illusionist Siegfried and Roy. And that is happening on Friday, October 28th from 6 to 10 p.m., also, during the same time frame, we've got Duck Duck Shed celebrating Las Vegas architecture, design, and culture. Duck Duck Shed. You can find out more information at duckduckshed.com. That's fun to say, Duck Duck Shed, Duck Duck Shed. <laughs> <laughs> and so that is happening from October 27th through to the 30th. And you can find out more information at duckduckshed.com. And Aaron, I want to thank you so much for being here, letting us know everything that's going on at the Neon Museum. I think a lot of locals don't pay attention to some of the attractions around town, so they miss that you've got such incredible history there and such incredible events that people can take part in, learn more about our town, and experience that vital history, which, as you mentioned, Las Vegas likes to tear down our history. So it's awesome what you're doing there, and I want to thank you so much for being here, letting us know about it, and especially about about the 10th anniversary celebration that's coming up. So thank you so much, Aaron. Thank you very much. I really appreciate your time. Get it, slip it, cuff it, check it. Talk to doctor now and share it. I get it, slip it, cuff it, check it twice a day. I get it, slip it, cuff it, check it in the morning and before dinner. I get it, slip it, cuff it, check it, and share it with my doctor. Nearly one in two U.S. adults have high blood pressure. That's why it's important to self-monitor your blood pressure in four easy-to-remember steps. It starts with a monitor. Now that I know my blood pressure numbers, I talked with my doctor. We're getting those numbers down. Be next to talk to your doctor about your blood pressure numbers. Get down with your blood pressure. Self-monitoring is power. Learn more at manageyourbp.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Heart Association, and the American Medical Association. In partnership with the Office of Minority Health and Health Resources and Services Administration. You're listening to the Odyssey Las Vegas Public Affairs Show. I'm Heather Vale, and joining me today is Dr. Yvette Miller, Executive Medical Officer of Red Cross Blood Services. Dr. Miller has served in various medical leadership capacities and currently oversees donor eligibility and product and donor management for 36 Red Cross Blood Services regions. Yvette, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. So what exactly does Red Cross Blood Services do? Red Cross Blood Services provides blood products for hospitals across the nation and to ensure that the transfusion needs can be met across this country. But also we focus on specific populations, in this particular instance, patients with sickle cell disease, to ensure that they have the most compatible blood available to them. Okay, so what exactly is sickle cell disease? Sickle cell disease is the most common inherited blood disease. And in the United States, it's estimated about 100,000 people have sickle cell disease, the majority of whom are African descent. And this condition distorts the red blood cells, which are normally soft and round, and they become hard and crescent-shaped 
and can block blood vessels. And this can lead to one of the most common symptoms of sickle cell disease, which is experiencing extreme pain. Okay. How can someone test for sickle cell trait status? As part of our sickle cell initiative, Red Cross Sickle Cell Initiative, individuals who self-identify as Black or African American can be screened for sickle cell traits. And then individuals who are interested in knowing their sickle cell trait status can definitely contact their healthcare provider and find out how that test can be ordered for them. Okay. Why is sickle cell disease primarily found in people of African descent? While anyone of any ethnicity can have sickle cell disease, in this country, the population, the primary population that's most affected are people of African descent. But um, Latinos actually are the second largest population of individuals that have sickle cell disease. That's a fairly, that's uncommonly known that Hispanic, that Latinos are the second largest population because the majority of people in this country that have it are of African descent. So tell us about the Red Cross's special Joined by Blood Partnerships that's happening this fall. So the Red Cross initiated a program last year, actually in 2021, called the Sickle Cell Initiative. And so what we're doing this year is building on the excitement and the momentum that we had with the Sickle Cell Initiative with our Joined by Blood activation by teaming up with partners in the Black community, such as the National Panhellenic Council, also known as the Divine Nine, which includes historically Black fraternities and sororities. And so our goal, again, is to continue to engage the Black community and provide convenient opportunities for individuals to donate blood. Nice. Okay. So where can listeners go to either learn more about it or to determine their eligibility to donate blood? Listeners can go to our website, redcrossblood.org. They can download the Red Cross Blood Donor app. Or they can call 1-800-BED-CROSS to find out more information about blood donation and about the Joint by Blood Initiative. So mm-hmm. once again, it's redcrossblood.org is the website to go to, redcrossblood.org. You can also download the Red Cross Blood Donor app, or you can just call 1-800-RED-CROSS, 1-800-RED-CROSS, and you can determine your eligibility or find out about blood donor clinics that are happening near you. And Dr. Yvette Miller, I want to thank you so much for being here today, letting us know about the drive that's happening, the Joined by Blood Partnerships initiative, as well as sickle cell disease in general and letting people know about it and why it's so important. So thank you for your time. And I really appreciate the information. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you and this opportunity to share this information. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
I'm Heather Vale with the Odyssey Las Vegas Public Affairs Show, and this is your community events calendar for nonprofit initiatives and charity events around the Valley. Opportunity Village is holding their annual Halloween and Vegas Fright Nights events through the month of October at the Magical Forest on the Opportunity Village campus, 6300 West Oakey. Get your tickets and find out all the event times and dates at opportunityvillage.org. That's opportunityvillage.org. Monday's Dark with Mark Chinook is a bi-monthly musical fundraising party at The Space, with each event raising $10,000 for a specific charity in 90 minutes. Upcoming shows include this Monday, October 10th at 8 p.m., benefiting the remissionaries, and Monday, October 24th at 8 p.m., benefiting My Scars Are Beautiful. Get tickets or find out more details at mondaysdark.com. That's mondaysdark.com. Startup NV is holding its free 12-week entrepreneur boot camp starting Tuesday, October 11th in downtown Las Vegas. Find out more and register for your spot at startupnv.org. That's startupnv.org. Junior Achievement of Southern Nevada is holding their J.A. Booathon Bowling Fundraiser on Saturday, October 15th and Sunday, October 16th at 8.30 a.m. at the Santa Fe Bowling Center. Get all the details at jasnv.org. That's jasnv.org. Toro Cares is holding a free trunk or treat resource fair on Saturday, October 15th from 4 to 8 p.m. at Toro Taxes Corporate Headquarters on Elton Avenue. It includes free candy, a bouncy house, wellness resources, food trucks, and a live DJ. Find out more, including the location details, at torocares.org. That's toro, T-O-R-O, cares.org. The Neighborhood Housing Services of Southern Nevada is holding their Home is Where the Heart is 30th Anniversary Gala, Saturday, October 15th from 5.30 to 10 p.m. at the Blind Center. Find out more information on Eventbrite, their Facebook page, or at mynhssn.org. That's mynhssn.org. Communities in Schools is holding their Today for Tomorrow Gala on Saturday, October 15th at 6 p.m. at the Cosmopolitan's Chelsea Theatre. This year's theme is Spirit of Vegas. Find out more or purchase tickets at cisnevada.org. That's cisnevada.org. The Ales and Tales Pet Adoption and Beer Garden event to help shelter dogs find their forever homes is happening Sunday, October 16th from 12 to 3 p.m. at the Piazza at Tivoli Village. The Animal Foundation, Heaven Can Wait Animal Society, and Samadhi Legacy Rescue are bringing some of their most lovable dogs looking for homes, while Alt 1075's Mahoney hosts a live broadcast. 50% of proceeds from the dog-friendly beer garden at Parkway Tavern Tivoli are also being donated to the adoption agencies. Find out more details and RSVP at TivoliVillageLV.com. That's TivoliVillageLV.com. The 12th Annual Grant a Gift Gala takes place on Thursday, October 20th, starting at 5.30 p.m. on the field at Allegiant Stadium. This is an evening of friendship, philanthropy, and memorable moments to benefit individuals and families navigating the autism spectrum and other neurodevelopmental disorders. The dress code is BU, wear blue. Get your tickets or find out more at grantagift.com. 
That's grantagift.com. Aid for AIDS of Nevada, or AFAN, is holding their 36th annual Black and White Party on Saturday, October 22nd at Virgin Hotels Las Vegas. The VIP reception is at the Manor from 8 to 9 p.m., with general admission to the event lawn starting at 9 p.m. Proceeds from the evening benefit those in southern Nevada living with or affected by HIV-AIDS. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit afanlv.org. That's afan, A-F-A-N, L-V dot org. The off-strip Table for Deux Halloween Charity Cabaret Show and Costume Party is happening Tuesday, October 25th at 8 p.m. at The Space. The costume theme is Dynamic Duos and Famous Pairings, and proceeds benefit the Theatre Arts Preparatory School, or TAPS, with scholarships for underprivileged youth. Find out the details or grab your tickets at thespacelv.com. That's thespacelv.com. The Neon Museum is celebrating its 10th anniversary at the current downtown location with a formal gala event on Friday, October 28th from 6 to 10 p.m. at Jungle Palace, the private estate of former Las Vegas illusionist Siegfried and Roy. Get more details and tickets at neonmuseum.org. That's neonmuseum.org. They're also holding the four-day Duck Duck Shed celebration of Las Vegas architecture, design, and culture from October 27th to 30th with a variety of special programs and events. Get all the details at duckduckshed.com. That's duckduckshed.com. Black Pearl Promotions is holding a Bring Back the 70s Disco fundraising event to support Domestic Violence Awareness Month and Breast Cancer Awareness Month on Friday, October 28th from 8 p.m. till midnight at Starbase LV, West Diablo Drive near Allegiant Stadium. Get all the details and buy your tickets at blackpearlpromotions.com. That's blackpearlpromotions.com. And Free Boutique Cycled Fashion is giving away free clothes to men, women, and children with no documents required. The boutique is located on Charleston, east of Maryland Parkway. Bring your own bags and make an appointment at facebook.com slash freeboutique. That's facebook.com slash freeboutique. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.